0: To the Haunting Podcast. I'm your host, Tegan.
1: And I'm Jordan.
0: Jordan, I'm really excited about today.
1: Why are you really excited about today?
0: We're gonna to talk about Massachusetts.
1: Oh my god. My my grandmother is from there.
0: You know, that's that's a little funny you mentioned that. Yeah. I have some ancestors from there as well.
1: Oh, I mean like my grandmother. Oh no, I have ancestors. Oh, ancestors! I, I bet have an were witches, entire. Huh?
0: <gasps> they were. Of course, they are. They were. What a... A shock. Her name. It was a specifically a person. Her name was Margaret Scott, and uh, her house actually still stands in Massachusetts. Really? Yeah, it's called the Scott House. So uh... a-
1: aptly named. <laughs>
0: So uh, if you are in Massachusetts or ever in Massachusetts, uh, Salem specifically, and you have listened to this podcast, you know that the Scott House is a family heirloom
1: of ours. That's so interesting. That Uh,
0: definitely does not belong to us. I'm pretty sure that belongs to the government
1: now. We still own a bunch of houses, my family at least, in the Boston area. Oh, yeah? uh, Oh, my God. So expensive to live in. So expensive. They still ask if I'm going to move there. I'm just like... Never.
0: <laughs> Never. What's wrong with uh, what's wrong with Boston, honey?
1: Bostonians. Bostonians. <laughs> That's the problem with Boston. <laughs> They're um, trying to bring uh, Barstool, which is a Boston staple here to Chicago, and I'm just like, oh, God. Stop. Stop now. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> no offense. <fads.
0: laughs> no, but our uh, first story today has a little mention of Salem in the witch trial.
1: Ooh, let's get on with it.
0: So this is the House of Seven Gables. The House of Seven Gables is a 17th century house located in Salem, Massachusetts that has become famous due to its association with Nathaniel Hawthorne's novel of the same name. The house was built in 1668 by Captain John Turner, a wealthy merchant and ship owner. The house passed through several owners over the years before being purchased by Nathaniel Hawthorne's cousin Susanna Ingersoll in 1845. Hawthorne visited his cousin frequently at the house and was inspired to write his famous novel, which was published in 1851. The novel tells the story of the Pinchian family who lives in a great house known as the House of Seven Gables and the curse that follows them due to the actions of their ancestor, who was involved in the Salem witch trials? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I really do wonder if this is like if this involves Margaret at all. Sometimes, like just during the research, I was like, "Did Margaret was Margaret involved in this? Was she Wishful one of the thinking. people?" <laughs> Am I speaking of an evil ancestor, like a, an evil person who killed my ancestor? <laughs> Because of this, there have been many reports of paranormal activity at the House of the Seven Gables over the years. Visitors have reported seeing the ghost of a young girl in the house believed to be the ghost of a child who died in the house in the 1800s. She is often seen playing in the attic or on the upper floors of the house. Some visitors of the house have reported feeling cold spots, sudden drops in temperatures, and other strange sensations particularly in the room where the young girl is said to appear. Another ghost that is often reported at the House of Seven Gables is the ghost of a woman dressed in black. Ooh, it's black this time and not white. Not white. Oh my goodness.
1: Breaking the mold.
0: (laughs) She is said to roam the house's corridors and is sometimes seen looking out the window. One particularly notable sighting of the woman in black occurred in the nineteen forties when a group of workmen were renovating the house. According to the reports, the workers saw a ghostly figure of a woman in black walking towards them down the hall. And they were so frightened that they ran out of the house and refused
1: to return to work. I mean I would too. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be down for that. I, I just
0: you know, I just I just
1: wouldn't be down
0: for that. I you know I don't think I would be either, to be honest. Like, I want to be like, I'm brave, but... <laughs> I'm
1: brave! <laughs> I really don't think I would be. No, it sounds sounds pretty bad. All right. So my story is the Colonial Inn in Concord, Massachusetts. The Colonial Inn in Concord is a historic inn that was originally built in 1716 as a private residence. Over the years, it has been used as a tavern, a general store, and an inn, of course, And it has hosted many famous guests throughout its history, including Henry David Thoreau and Ralph Waldo Emerson. The inn's rich history and charming atmosphere have made it a popular destination for tourists and locals alike. However, it is also known for its many ghost sightings and paranormal activity. Visitors and employees have reported hearing unexplained noises, seeing apparitions, and feeling strange presences throughout the inn. The third floor of the Colonial Inn is said to be particularly haunted, with ghosts and employees reporting strange occurrences such as doors openings and closings on their own, cold spots, and unexplained noises. A famous ghost is that of Ephraim Bull. According to legend, Bull was deeply attached to his grapevines and spent many years perfecting his Concord grape. It is said that he would spend hours each day tending to his vines and was devastated when a fire destroyed his beloved greenhouse in 1869.
0: Okay, but like I can relate to this man. Do you
1: <laughs> It like makes me think of Picard Star Trek.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I, I can see that. It's no, a good
1: yeah, Picard.
0: <laughs> no, but I can relate to this man. Do you remember the one year that I had like just tended to our vegetable garden and spent every day oh, after and work. and then people
1: drove like a huge log through it. Yeah. They cut down the tree. And then drove it through your garden. They drug the
0: entire like, there tree. there was other
1: places they could have drug it, but they drug it through the garden.
0: Through my beautiful garden that I would, I would spend they at least. They act like least, it was
1: blocking their path and it wasn't.
0: I would spend at least 45 minutes outside after work every day. And I mean, it wasn't a big garden. It was a very tiny little like. Just it was like a, a little garden bed of vegetables. And they I would spend like forty-five minutes out here like watering it, tending to it, talking to my plants and loving on them. And, and they, they killed it. They chopped down a tree and drug it through my entire garden. I would I was it's devastated. It's
1: a devastating story. After his death in eighteen ninety-five, <clears throat> Bull's ghost was said to have been seen walking the grounds of the colonial inn particularly near the grapevine cottage, what a shock, which is named after him, of course. Visitors have reported seeing a ghostly figure walking among the grapevines, and some have even reported feeling a cold, ghostly hand touch their shoulder. In the inn's main dining room, there is also an old piano that is said to play by itself. Visitors have reported hearing the sound of music coming from the piano, even though no one is playing it. Some have speculated that the piano was haunted by the ghost of a former ghost or an employee who was a musician in life. I would have thought it was one of those automatic pianos. I would have sat there like, oh, this is nice.
0: <laughs> you would have, you would, you would, have been like, baby, baby, look, they have one of those automatic players.
1: And then someone would come up to me and be like, that's not automatic, and I'd be like, no. Once checkout,
0: I I'm just saying I relate to this man so much. If I had a grapevine garden. The way he did, I would also spend my years of ghostliness just haunting it.
1: I, uh, I would, I would, I would spend the afterlife just being chill.
0: No, <laughs> stay out of my garden. You've already dragged a tree through my garden. I, leave it alone.
1: Revenge. <laughs>
0: exactly, revenge.
1: Revenge, best soul. Uh, revenge, best uh, served cold. Touches and cold spots.
0: Uh, well, moving on. So our next story is about the Lehman estate, also known as the Vale. It is a historic mansion located in Waltham, Massachusetts. The mansion was built in 1793 by Theodore Lehman, a wealthy Boston merchant and a fine example of federal style architecture. The Lehman estate was home to the Lehman family for over 150 years. And during that time, it hosted many important figures of the day, including President William Howard Taft and the Prince of Wales, who later became King Edward VII of England. In addition to its historical significance, the Lehman Estate is also known for its reported paranormal activities. Visitors and employees have reported hearing unexplained noises, seeing ghostly operations, and feeling strange presences throughout the mansion. One of the ghosts is believed to be Elizabeth, the daughter of Theodore Lehman III, who lived in the estate during the 19th century. According to legend, Elizabeth was a gifted musician who loved to play the piano. She was engaged to a young man named James, but the engagement was broke off when James was sent away to fight in the Civil War. It is said that Elizabeth never got over the loss of James and spent the rest of her life in the Lehman estate, playing the piano and pining for her lost love. After her death, her ghost was said to have been seen and heard playing the piano in the mansion's music room. Visitors of the Lehman Estate have reported feeling a cold breeze and sensing the presence in a music room, even when nobody is there. Some have even claimed to have heard the sound of piano music coming from the room, even though there is no piano
1: there now. Not another piano. (laughs) Not another freaking piano. I'm sorry. No, not another piano. No ghostly pianos. Hopefully the next one doesn't have one.
0: (laughs) I feel like pianos are um, the most common haunted instruments. I mean, I don't really know what other instrument would be haunted. You never hear of any other instrument being haunted other than a piano.
1: Yeah, it's kind of just, I guess a ghost can bang on it. It doesn't take too much talent, right?
0: I mean, it's definitely easier. That's what you would do if you were a ghost playing a piano.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. All right. So my next story, I I think you'll like this one because it has cryptids in it.
0: I do like a cryptid. All right.
1: The Bridgewater Triangle is a region located in southeastern Massachusetts that has been center of numerous paranormal and unexplained occurrences. The triangle is roughly defined by the towns of Abington... Rehoboth, and Freetown, and encompasses an area of approximately 200 square miles. The Bridgewater Triangle is said to be haunted by ghosts, UFOs, Bigfoot, and other unexplained phenomena.
0: That's very specific about Bigfoot.
1: Bigfoot's just everywhere. He gets around. He does. He travels more than me. <laughs> Some of the most commonly reported sightings include mysterious lights in the sky, phantom hitchhikers, and encounters with strange creatures such as giant snakes and thunderbirds.
0: I need to know how giant a giant snake is to be considered a strange creature.
1: I don't know, maybe like Nagini? Yeah, no. (laughs) The Triangle has also been the site of numerous unsolved murders and disappearances, adding to its reputation as a place of mystery and danger. The Hakamak Swamp, which lies within the triangle, is said to be particularly haunted with reports of ghostly apparitions and strange noises coming from the swamp. Oh. One of the most famous legends associated with the Bridgewater Triangle is that of the Puckwuji. The Pukwudji is said to be about three feet tall with gray and brown skin and large ears. It has been described as having a human-like form, but with exaggerated features such as a large nose and fingers. It is said to be able to disappear and reappear at will and have the ability to create fire. While some stories describe the pug as a harmless prankster, others depict it as a malevolent spirit that can bring bad luck or cause harm to those who cross its path. According to legend, the pug has the power to confuse travelers and lead them astray in the forest. It is also said to be capable of causing illness or injury and has been blamed for a number of unexplained deaths and disappearance in the Bridgewater Triangle. It sounds like a mix of like a leprechaun and like Rumpelstiltskin.
0: I don't know why, but I'm imagining it kind of looking like a pug. Actually, I do know why. It's the name. It's
1: because Puck Wouldgie.
0: <laughs> but it sounds adorable.
1: I can't imagine like, you know, here in the year 2023, someone's just like, I just saw it. And I'd be like, what did you just see? I saw the Puck Wouldgie." <laughs> what? <laughs> what if we, if what we kind we ever- of name is that? <laughs>
0: If we ever end up with like a pug or something, you're that's, gonna
1: name it the puck would you? Yes. I don't you don't take it to Boston with you. Uh,
0: you're know, gonna be like, no. Only Boston can think they're of
1: that like, name. You're gonna be like, no, not the puck That thing is wicked scary.
0: No slide to Boston or anything, but only they could
1: think of that name. I, I know.
0: Uh, well, our last story tonight is actually a ship. The USSC. Salem Quincy. The USS Salem is a decommissioned naval ship that has now permanently been docked at the Quincy Shipyard in Quincy, Massachusetts. The ship was commissioned in 1949 and served as a heavy cruiser in the United States Navy until its decommission in 1959. The ship is now a museum and tourist attraction, offering visitors a chance to explore the ship and learn about its history. Visitors and staff members aboard the USS Salem have reported experiencing strange occurrences and hearing unexplained noises throughout the ship. Many of these reports involve sightings of ghostly apparitions believed to be the spirits of former crew members. One of the most commonly reported sightings is that of a sailor who is believed to have died on the ship. Witnesses have reported seeing his apparition in various locations around the ship, including the engine room and the sleeping quarters. Some have described feeling a chill in the air or hearing unexplained footsteps or noises before catching a glimpse of the sailor's ghostly figure. In addition to the sailor's ghost, other spirits are said to haunt the USS Salem. Visitors have reported hearing disembodied voices, feeling a sudden drop in temperature, and seeing doors and cabinets open and close on their own. Some have even reported feeling the sensation of being touched or grabbed by unseen forces. Ew! Yeah, right. Not cool. No, not at all.
1: No, and I'm not talking <laughs> about cold spot. Cool. It's a theme. <laughs> oh, yeah, this really this this episode really does have a theme of cold we spots. Should update our podcast description to be like plenty of cold spots to be found here. <laughs> there really are.
0: <laughs> oh. Bring a sweater. Paranormal investigators and ghost hunters have been drawn to the USS Salem for years, hoping to capture the evidence of the ship's haunting. While skeptics may dismiss the reports as mere superstition or imagination, the tales of ghostly encounters aboard the USS Salem continue to intrigue and captivate those who are fascinated by the paranormal,
1: like me. And me, oh my god. Yay. Yay. Yay.
0: No, but in all honesty, uh, ships are like a big fear of mine. I don't like ships. I love ships. I don't I like was being born in the on ocean. The water. I don't like... You weren't... That is... You just... You like water. I was like a few
1: miles away from the ocean.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't like ships. I don't like being in the middle of the ocean. I love boats. Uh, I don't like the thought of being on a... ship. is love. I Here's the thing. Whenever I go onto a ship... I imagine that I'm either going to be haunted by something, we are going to come across a ghost ship, we are going to turn into the Titanic, or we are going to run into a cryptid and or there's just going to be a crazy there's person. There's
1: be a cryptid on the boat. There,
0: well, no, like Bigfoot. in the ocean. Like we're going to get eaten by it. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess a giant squid isn't Bigfoot a cryptid anymore. Like, but what if like Cthulhu just pops Cthulhu? out of the... <laughs> you know what I'm just saying? What if he pops out of the ocean? There are cryptids in the ocean.
1: Yeah, like Cthulhu. Yeah.
0: So yeah. the I saw on TikTok that he's been cited. So. Uh,
1: yeah, I saw that. Yeah, this is totally real. <laughs> Even though, you know, it, it is written that the mere sight of him turns people insane.
0: You know, they didn't say anything about seeing him through a camera lens. Mm-hmm. It's like the basilisk mm-hmm. in Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Anyways, guys, that's all the time we have for tonight. We hope you guys have a good night and stay safe. Stay spooky stay spooky this has been the haunting podcast do you have an idea for an episode or just want to leave a comment and say hi visit our website at thehauntingpodcast.com for this, show notes and other extras thank you for listening and have a good night